How's it going, baby girl? This is your dada <laughs> reaching out to you. Um, if I sound a little bit out of it today, it's because I am. Um, because I, it, it's a good segue into uh this conversation I want to have with you today and it's be wary of the small things because the small things tend to be the most impactful things in your life the subtle things <laughs> diseases um I mean you name it if you tend to ignore the small things because nothing is ever grand it's always starts with an idea always something small and then it evolves like a snowball that goes down a a snowy mountain. Everything always starts off small and then it builds up, builds up momentum until finally what most people do see is the big thing, the big thing that, um, that represents something and they tend to neglect the little things that it took to build up to that moment. A perfect example of that, for instance, would be this pandemic that you were fortunate enough to grow up in and luckily not have to suffer through and neither of your parents had to as well. But when it originally infected people here in America, it started off with relatively no low numbers. And and I think we're talking about in the 20s or 30s in Seattle um, in early February. And then it just skyrocketed from there. Um, it always reminds me of the story of um, two brothers that were left an inheritance from their from their father who was dying, and the father gave them two options. One was to accept a million dollars immediately, or the other one was to accept a penny that would double up in a savings account for thirty days every single day. And um, he left a choice up to the brothers. Ultimately, the younger brother was the smart one and decided to go with the penny because he understood the impact that compounding interest has while his older brother did not. And in the end, while the older brother did have a million dollars cash, the younger brother ended up having, I don't know, something like $6 million. (laughs) And it's crazy to think that a penny that doubles a day every single day for 30 days can lead to that, but it's the truth. And diseases, (laughs) This, what I have right now, is what a lot of people would consider the stomach flu. It is not fun. It is a horrible disease. And I owe you a longer message that I'm leaving you today. And I feel so sorry about this, baby girl, because not last week, but I did recognize that week that I I did not leave a message behind to you the week prior. And it makes me feel bad that, that that happened. I don't know how I forgot that. There were a lot of things that were happening. I just gotten over another sickness. And um, here we are two weeks later. And again, now I have the stomach flu. Uh, you handled it like a champ. You were super strong. Your parents didn't have a blast dealing with it. <laughs> it's just the truth. But um, it was a great learning experience. It was a great way to spend Father's Day with you as well. But right now, your mom had it yesterday pretty bad. And today your father has it really bad. And um, of course, it's not your fault. If anything, it's our fault. Um, Somehow, while you contracted it, we didn't take the necessary precautions first to minimize your chances of getting it. And secondly, um, you know, we didn't take those necessary precautions on ourselves as well. 
my logic was if she has it, I'm pretty much going to already have it now. And that's not right. I should have just been more clean. Uh, I mean, I already wash my hands all the time, but I could have worn gloves. I could have worn mask around you. And I didn't. I just, every single time I took care of you, um, I just always wash my hands after the fact. But these things are so tiny and it only takes a little bit of them to get through your defenses. And boom, you have it. And luckily for something like this, it doesn't last a long time. But the one day it does last, it's pretty rough. Um, and, and I just always want you to always remember that. Always, like, your father is fascinated by the subtle things. He understands, like, with in his 20s, focusing a lot on communication and understanding communication and delving into that and self-teaching himself a lot of aspects about communication that one of the strongest things that people tend to not recognize is that the words that are said to you, the words themselves that a person will say to you, they really only have such a little relative importance, which doesn't make sense when you talk about conversation. But it's the truth. Some say that the spoken word only has around 10 to 15% of an impact in an actual conversation. What does the majority of impact in the actual conversation is someone's body language. So whether they look upset, they look happy, how do they look, right? Your eyes are constantly perceiving this. And then the tonality of that person. Are they speaking loud? Are they speaking quiet? Are they speaking with exclam- uh, exclamation? Are they speaking questionary? Um, you know, those things actually mean more to a conversation than the actual words. I used to do experiments back in the day where I would say literal gibberish to people, complete strangers, and still have engaging conversations with them, even though I introduced myself and the first words I said were complete nonsense. But it was because of my body language and the way that I said the thing, it was stupid, but the way I said the thing meant more to the people. Because most of the time when you say that first thing to someone, they're not listening. (laughs) You're distracting them from whatever they were doing at that given moment, and you know, they only hear the last bit. And so when they do, they always are like, what was that? Excuse me. Um, unless they were like people watching you the entire time. But, um, and when I understood that, it it just made me appreciate more just the subtle things. I always, when I interact with people, I I look for the little things that they do, their mannerisms, their eye, eye contact, their way they speak, the way that they dictate the things around them in their lives. Those things matter to me more than what the person's actually saying because I have a true belief that actions do speak louder than words. And the one of the reasons why I believe that so much is because I understand that words don't have weight to them. Your father himself has said a lot of things that at one point in his life, he, he did something hypocritical to that point. Um but that hypocrisy allowed me to understand the situation and relay information to you or to people that listen to me. Um, the, 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 the problems I went through whenever I made a, a specific choice in life. And I will always tell you that whether your father tells you he loves you or not, whether which, come on now, I think we all know I love you so much. You mean the world to your dad. And 
every second I get to spend with you is always a huge blessing and I'll never take it for granted. And I, I, it's just being your father, your mom, being your mother, we are so lucky to have you in our lives. You really have made a huge difference for the both of us. But me telling you those things and you listening to this, they will only mean something to you if I, as your father, as you grow older, if my actions show you that as well. Because a lot of people can just say a lot of things. They can say a lot of things in front of people that don't believe it. And the reason why is because they never saw that. And people like to wear a mask, especially when it comes to the public. So ultimately, people listening to this might think, wow, what he does is beautiful. And it might mean a lot to his uh, daughter. But the only way people will really know that is if they speak to you in the future and they ask you, hey, what do you think about your dad's messages that he leaves to you? I know, I know with confidence that you will speak so highly of your father and I love you for that and I think it's so cute. But it won't matter until my actions show to you consistently throughout your life just how much I love you and how much I respect you as an individual and how much I want you to grow up to be a faster, smarter, stronger, more engaged, more adventurous, more everything thing positive that could be used as an adjective for people. I want you to be more than your father and mother combined in those things. And I know that's a huge, 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 huge request from a parent to a child, but it's not that I I need to see that. It's that I want to feel that that's how you feel. Even if it's not the case, as long as I know deep down inside that you feel those ways, I've done my job. If you feel like you're a more loving person than your parents, I've done my job. If you feel like you're more smarter or a lot more smarter than your parents, I've done my job. If you feel like you're stronger than your parents and you always want to help out, I've done my job. I, 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 that's what matters to me, but all of that will not happen unless I do little things over time that will show to you just how much those words mean from me to you. And so even though your father right now is struggling and trying to keep everything inside to leave you this message, which is really hard, um, it matters to me the most that you understand that message and you understand that your father will always be sorry for missing something with you. Um, I'm not too egotistical to apologize to my child. If I do anything wrong, whether you perceive it to be my choice or something completely out of my control, I will always take ownership of it. I am your parent, and until you are old enough to be your, uh, to be an adult, I need to take ownership of anything that happens to you. And so, baby girl, I'm sorry for the last couple of weeks. They've been an up and down experience for everyone in the household, but at no point do you deserve any recognition as the source for why this stuff is happening it's not your fault it's our fault so i love you so much that's the reason why i'm getting in front of this mic i cannot allow this thing that is my fault to get in the way of me leaving another message to you i can't i can't do it again and i won't do it again because i love you and i I know these mean a lot i don't know how long i'm going to be here for and because of that If I forget one week, that's one less message I've left to you. 
So this one's a little bit longer than than normal, but I still owe you another long one. I owe you many long ones moving forward for forgetting that day two weeks ago. But I hope you're having a phenomenal day today. I know you are. If you're not, as always, reach out to people that you love, that love you. Give hugs, get hugs, share your love with the world. And as always, baby girl, I love you so much. And just have a great rest of your day. Bye, baby girl.